Welcome to Conversate, a podcast where we engage in conversation. Today, I, Kevin Bender, sit down with Aaron Gerke as we have a conversation about signs. We're talking about the people of Israel wandering around in the desert and uh, the signs that God had done for them clearly, uh, unmistakably, that they could look to uh, to know who he is. Uh, We'll talk about Israel, but we'll also consider uh, the signs that we encounter in our lives. What do they mean? And how does God want us to perceive of him and the signs he's put in our world? We hope uh, you appreciate this conversation, that you uh, learn more about your God, and uh, well, we hope you enjoy it. Hey, morning, Kevin. Good morning, Aaron. Well, thanks for conversating last week with Marcus and for wrecking the grooves on my couch. <laughs> you guys, man, I, I saw the tight camera angle that you had because you guys were just, you were just right up, yeah. right up on each other. And you did the same thing again here today, just... Force to have it. the difference. Force to have it. Man. Well, it was a pleasure, Aaron. It was a pleasure filling in and always a pleasure to, to conversate <laughs> with Marcus. So. Yeah. 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 Well, how have you been lately? Oh, how have I been? Mm. I've been pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, trying to get a little more uh, deliberate about certain things in my life I'm trying to put into practice. Okay. okay. Uh, so, you know, I've been trying to... <clears throat> work on sleep habits and get those going good. Uh, I've been doing yoga in the morning. Yeah. Uh, which is a little new for me. Manflow yoga? It's not manflow. Ah. I thought about manflow. I thought yeah, of you. Yeah. Should do it. <clears throat> Shout out to manflow yoga if you are, are uh, listening. <laughs> Dean Pullman. So am I allowed to say that? Mr. Dean. Probably. Well, yeah. sure. Yeah. Why not? A paid subscriber. Yeah. I'm not manly enough yet for manflow. Okay. All right. I work my way in. Yeah. Well, good for you. So. That was this great one I found though. It does a nice like hip stretch. Oh man, it's a it's awesome. I carry a lot of tension in my hips, my glutes, hamstrings, kind of the leg, lower back area. I I do as well, yeah. and I uh, unfortunately I haven't uh, I haven't uh, done my stuff since uh, since our son was born, so the last five or six weeks or whatever. So I and I I noticed that. I mean, when you get out of when you get out of habit or get out of get out of rhythm and stuff. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel it, and my back still hurts from our Bible rap video. So, but I think I finally get to go to the chiropractor. So, those of you who haven't seen uh, us uh, doing the Bible rapping, now we can publicly speak about that's that. Right. So, you know, that, you know, Aaron, that's the most viral video I've ever been a part of. Dude, I know, me too. I haven't checked lately, but last time I checked, there were sixteen hundred views. This morning, that's what I saw yesterday. Yeah. And this morning, I looked at it, and it was twenty four hundred. That's crazy. <laughs> For those listening this morning, that was me kind of shuddering and with a weird mix of fear and trepidation. I know. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have done such a good job. <laughs> no, it's great. You know, more people get into uh, the word. Awesome. Yeah. You know, or just learn the books of the Bible. Great. Yeah. yeah it is fun. It was one of those things. And, and uh, we, when we talked about it at church on Sunday, we played it. And, mm, uh, mm-hmm. and I mentioned to the people too, like, you know, maybe it is one of those things that if, if you don't know what we're talking about, we made a Bible rap video to teach people the books of the Bible. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Uh, but uh, but I, I mentioned to the church, and I said, you know, maybe you watch this and you go, huh, yeah, I don't know the order of the books of the Bible. And it's not like you need to know, have memorized the order of the books of the Bible to know what who Jesus is or what the truth of the Scripture is. But I would have, it's not that hard of a thing to know mm. and I 
like it's just one of those things like to know the names of the books of the Bible, where they are. It's a relational type thing, you know, because God's word is relational and the more that we spend time with him, the more we get to know him. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean in the in the story from Sunday we were we were in uh, chapter six. Uh, so today uh, in our podcast we'll talk about that. But this time of the Israelites wandering in the in the wilderness and when I read that, like just this whole idea of the obedience to God's word is mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. Uh, repeated over and over and over again. Like God says, obey my word. And even the people respond, we will obey your word. We'll do everything that you say. Mm-hmm. And they don't. It's like me and working out, man. Uh, know, yeah. Many a time I've said, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I should do that. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. But it's, you know, people say you can talk the talk, but it's harder to walk the walk, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't... I know last week you and you and Marcus had a conversation about the law, mm-hmm. right? And and uh, that was a good good conversation. And I just think you know, getting getting all these distinctions correct are important between like the law and the gospel. Mm-hmm. And this whole idea of, I think in my sermon on Sunday, I really emphasized this this obedience piece. You know, you could say I was maybe a little bit more heavy handed on the law. Than perhaps on the gospel, um, but, but but we are called to be obedient, mm. and when we're not, our God is a forgiving God. I just think like a lot of times, we we don't keep those things in the in the fine balance that they need to be like mm-hmm. both both equally there. Yes, God forgives us of our disobedience, right. but that should make us want to be even more obedient, mm-hmm. not this uh, you know passive like. I don't really need to be obedient because God's gonna forgive me anyways. Right. You know. Right. So, I just uh, I don't know. I I think the more that I've gotten to know God and trust in His forgiveness, the more that I've desired to actually be obedient to His Word, mm-hmm. because what I've realized is what He says is true. That when we are obedient to His Word, His Word is life. Right. It's life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's repeated a lot in the scriptures that God's word is, is life. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, <clears throat> I like that uh, how you honed in too on like signs, right? You had a couple of stories in there of signs and how important they are also for yeah. <laughs> directing you into kind of a good path, things that'll go well for you. And, uh, and there are signs as well for us, um, you know, when we're, yeah, you know, uh, well, maybe either side when we're, when we're, things are going well or maybe when things are not going so well. So thinking about like yoga, thinking about, yeah. Uh, my body, yeah. my body gives me signs, yeah. right? Like it speaks to me when yeah. I'm not giving it the kind of treatment it needs, right? Yeah. When I'm not doing things that are good for it, right? Yeah. So if I'm sitting and I'm slouching all day at my desk, you know, my body is going like, to kind of pipe up and say, hey, buddy, like you're hurting. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Yeah. You got to do something about this. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a sign like, oh man, I really ought to change this behavior because yeah. it's not leading to the health or wellness of my body. Right. Um, uh, you know, I think in relationships, sometimes we get those kinds of signs, you know, uh, being a human's a funny thing because yeah. I think a certain way and I sometimes assume that everyone thinks that same certain way. Oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you realize, wait a minute, no, we're all kind of different. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so sometimes maybe in a relationship, people kind of give you a sign of like, Okay, whoa, boundary crossed. 
like. Let me, let's be clear about what just happened. That was not good for me. That was not good for the health and wellness of our relationship. Huh? You know, so you kind of got to listen to those signs. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe that's uh, most easily done in like a context of a, a spouse relationship, you know, or maybe a child relationship where when you cross some boundary, there's kind of like the sign, oh, whoa, you know, like the, sometimes you get it in a look in your wife's eyes. Yeah. Like, wow, I shouldn't have said the thing I just said. Let me retrace. What did I say? That was dumb. <laughs> That was that did not go well, right? Is it? Yeah. When you talk about signs too, I actually uh, I had a, I had a whole other section uh, written in my sermon that I ended up taking out because I didn't want to get too confusing uh, or distract uh, from what I what I wanted people to hear. But I I was prepared, and maybe we should just talk about it now to to talk about. Uh, signs, you know, mm-hmm. and the, and the, the signs of God. So, because yeah. people love to talk about, you know, God gave me a sign, mm-hmm. or looking for a sign from God. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I told a story of uh, in my sermon how uh, just last week, a week ago, uh, my my family almost got hit by a train. Like, I don't know, it's really weird to think about. And we crossed, like that happened, and Abby goes. Oh, that would have hurt. She goes, actually, maybe we wouldn't have even felt it. You know, like yeah, so quick. Uh, the train was moving slowly though, so maybe we, maybe we would have been okay. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> uh, so 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 both of us, honestly, we we said thank you, Jesus. You know, like oh, audibly, yeah. like thank you, Jesus, for protecting us. Mm. And uh, so some people would look at that and say, well, that was a sign. That was a sign from God, like, he's still got a reason for you to be here. Ah, uh, sure, yeah. Still got, still got something for you to do. Obviously, it wasn't not your time or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so th- these, are, these are interesting, like, conversations, you know, because I could also, I could be like, well, no, it was, a, it was a sign from God. God was audibly speaking to me saying, Aaron, pay attention, you know, mm. like, wake up, like, Pay attention to the road signs. Like your your life is valuable and your family's life is valuable. Yeah. So there are all those thoughts that pop into your head after the fact, and it's like, was God did like is that a God ordained thing? Like did God put all of those pieces together mm-hmm. so that I would get some new revelation to Him about the way that I should now live my life? Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> what do you think about that? What I think about it is this and. <laughs> This is what I just, what I, uh, so this is where I didn't want to get too confusing in my sermon. So I just said what I wanted to say, which is the sign that we need to most pay attention to is the one that's already been accomplished for us, mm-hmm. which is the cross of Jesus and his empty tomb. Mm-hmm. So I, because the way I think about it is like, all right, so road signs, those have already been set up in advance. Somebody, somebody set that up in advance mm-hmm. for my good, so I could be like, okay, this is this is the way that it is. This is what's set up. So I think of the cross and the empty tomb like that. Like it's already done. It's already accomplished. It shows me the, the shows me who I am, who Jesus is, what He's done for me. It's like all encapsulated right there. I don't need. I actually don't need another sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. What I think in, in those moments of, you know, almost getting hit by, hit by a train and having, my, having that recollection 
what's actually happening. God's not, I don't think he's speaking some sort of new truth to me in that moment, mm. but he's reorienting me to the sign that's already been set up through his cross, through his empty tomb, so that I go, well, thank you, Jesus, for this gift of life. I thank you, Jesus, for this gift of my family's lives. Thank you for forgiving us. Like, so it's more just a reorienting to what he's already accomplished for us instead of this new direction that he's setting me down. Sure, yeah. Does that make sense? I, <clears throat> right, that does make sense because I think, um, you know, maybe the danger is, right, if we're trying to interpret signs yeah. as if God is now speaking in some sort of brand new way right. uh, to me and I got to kind of fit the puzzle pieces together and see this this new message that right. might just be specifically for me in my life right. um, versus honoring kind of the Oh no, God! Like, he—he's not like a clue giver of like, yeah. Follow the you know the breadcrumbs to the destination I'm trying to lead you. Right. I mean, his his presence is a little more uh, pointed than that, right? Yeah. It's not so mysterious and nuanced and like really behind the scenes. Right. God's right. very much with us, uh, present with us, leading us, protecting us, watching over us. Yeah. Um, and and he's very clear about what he wants us to know yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, which is why we hearken back to where he has been the most clear, you right. know, which is in kind of his word, right? right? Yeah. <clears throat> and that and that was what in that in that chapter from the story in chapter six, mm-hmm. that's what that's what God said to Moses uh, on behalf of the people. He says, after all of the signs that I've done for you. So he's, he's pointing to the past. God mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. He's saying, you know, I delivered you from slavery. Uh, I helped you cross the Red Sea. I provided food for you in the wilderness. Like, out of all this stuff that I've already done for you, you still don't believe in me? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So he's, he is taking them to, to past events, past things that have happened to get them to go, you, you still don't get it? Like, so I think it's okay for us to, to go back and, and look at what God has already accomplished for us uh, as the greatest sign uh, that we need. So I like the way that you said that, because I but about like the God's not mysterious, not laying breadcrumbs. Because I think that's unfortunately how a lot of people think about God mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as He's this. I don't know that we got to find these little these little nuggets of truth, you know, in the Bible, and be like, oh, I discovered it. Like I discovered something new about who he is and you can't discover something new about who God is that he, he's already I don't know he's already like given himself to you mm-hmm. you might come to a obviously a new insight something you didn't know about him just in that like it's like it's a relationship though it's yeah, getting to know exactly. somebody a little bit better mm-hmm. God's character is already established it's just you kind of getting to know like oh that's who you are. Right. And that's what I was uh, just going to comment even like, <clears throat> you know, instead of viewing it as God, as this guy kind of leaving breadcrumbs and little traces of himself, you know, um, in a very like mysterious or distant uh, kind of a way, I think probably more the reality is God is very much there and present all the time. Yeah. But we... Uh, find ways to kind of darken our own view, yeah. right? And, and maybe not deliberately. I mean, we're born with this, right? Yeah. We call it our sinful nature. Yeah. You know, it's 
uh, the darkness that lives within us um, and that we even maybe carry into the world in some of our words and deeds and thoughts, right? You know, um, uh, like we, <laughs> not to knock on the, the common table prayer, it's a great prayer, use it all the time, yeah. but in it, you know, we say, come Lord Jesus, yeah. be our guest. <clears throat> but uh, the reality is Jesus is already there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? right? Like maybe it should be more the prayer of, you know, Jesus, we acknowledge that you're always with us, right? You are here. Help us to see your presence, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, because it's not some sort of like, oh, God, like randomly showed up in this one spot over here and this one guy has heard about it and right. experienced it and now every, he's telling everyone about it. We got to go, everyone come could go over to where this one special thing right. happened. No, God is, he's with all of us and he does want us to know him more and more, you yeah. know, so we do have new insights for ourselves, yeah. but that's just part of the our own kind of darkness you know, kind of eking away or light kind of coming through. I mean, light is what casts out darkness. So yeah, yeah, the yeah. more we see God, um, the more our own darkness uh, does get kind of cast out. And so, I mean, maybe, you know, now, so here's where I'll go. I'm going to go out on a limb here, Aaron. You got to rein, rein me in potentially. But, you know, say, uh, uh, you know, say I have some sort of darkness, some sort of sin habit pattern in my life, yeah. but I'm not even really cognitive of it yeah okay it's causing chaos disruption brokenness in relationships you know maybe i'm uh maybe i never i never listen to other people like i always got to be the person who's like talking the most in a in a group of people yeah right uh because of you know some sort of pride thing right like i gotta be the one that's like alpha male gets the last word in you know one up to all the other stories but i don't realize i'm even doing this you know I need someone to like, sp- like speak that into my world, like share that with me, that they yeah. see this thing happening, and uh, and if they do that, you know, in like a speaking the truth in love yeah, kind yeah, of a right. way, right? In a sense, that is God speaking like to me specifically, right? Yeah. And I think God works that way. Like it's like <clears throat> we don't want to we don't want to leave God's word like super distant in the past. Um, and, but then say that like, like we only ever go back and it's everything that God has done it's just back then right. and we'll just go there like no God is still speaking and working with us oh, yeah. and trying to get us to realize our own you know like like the spirit's going to convict us of uh, these darkness uh, pieces of darkness in our lives and then want us to grow in our understanding of God and kind of our own following of him yeah. um, so there is like there's a present Peace to what God is doing and saying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I don't, I don't disagree with that. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because again, God's word is life. Mm, mm-hmm. Because God is your life, right? So, I was just having this conversation uh, the other day, and somebody said, "You know, I always think about Jesus as my Savior, hmm. but." We talk about life, and at Saint Peter Paul, we talk about being alive in Christ. That that Jesus is He's our source of life, mm. like the our everything, mm. not just this. When I need salvation, He comes to rescue me and then sets me out on my own again. No, mm. no, no. Like everything that I have comes from Him. So it is a present tense reality. We just have to be careful that whatever word we're speaking is in line with 
the 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 way that God has already Always. revealed Himself to us. Yes. If we ever, if you ever think that you get a sign, that's something new, that's not in the Bible, mm-hmm. or contradicts what's in the Scripture, that's not a sign from God. That's Satan trying to mess with you. Mm-hmm. So we so we just we have to be really cautious about that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, I think, that takes us back to the reason why we have to be people who know God's Word. Right. And obey God's Word. Mm-hmm. And uh, read it and mark it and inwardly digest it so that we can, uh, I don't know, see uh, see clearly what God's got in store for us, but also uh, to know when something is contradictory to God's Word. Yeah. Right? So... Yeah, I mean, like uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, uh, uh, Moses speaks to the people of Israel. He says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Right? And then he goes on to say, like, teach these things to your children. Talk about them when you're walking. Write them on the doorposts of your house. Keep them before your eyes. Like, let God's word be what it is, your life. Mm-hmm. So that everything, so that whatever you're looking at, whatever you're seeing, whatever you're doing, is affected by the fact that 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 God is life, and He is your life, and He's put you in this place, and He's given you all this stuff. Again, I, I use that. Uh, I, I use that saying. I don't. Were you familiar with the saying? Uh, you can't see the forest for the trees. I like vaguely. I was glad you explained it because I've had that same kind of really? weirdness with the phrase. Yeah. yeah. My wife told me after she goes. I hadn't ever heard that phrase at all. Oh, okay. So she was like, I don't, but once I explained it, she said it, it made sense. But like, yeah. you can't see the vastness of the forest or even the fact that you're in a forest uh, because of the trees. So like the saying means like you get so caught up like, hey, there's a tree here. You know, there's a tree here. Yeah. You talked about like you were saying uh, sometimes you need somebody to speak to you yeah. and, and bring you out of that. Like the picture that was in my head when you were saying that is like you and I are in the forest together. There's a path. There's a trail right over here. And you're just standing like facing into the woods looking at a big tree, you know, just going <laughs> maple tree, maple tree, maple tree. Maple. You know, you're just like, I got to do something about this maple tree. Everyone does that, right? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Kevin. <laughs> oh, there the, it is. The trail's right here. Like, you want to go for a walk? Like, show you show you more of the forest you know? yeah yeah the forest oh maple tree you know like so we're just so we get get so distracted and like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost like like you're just running into that tree you know you're like <laughs> bouncing into i think there's a chick, there's it. a chicken in the movie uh moana that yeah. i think emulates that very well if you've seen moana i, I haven't it's a good one yeah. it's a good one disney movie folks yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, you're totally right. We do get distracted and fixated on kind of lots of things lots that of things. don't bring us life. No, no, no. You know, and oftentimes our fixation on those things ends up like kind of like eroding our life. Absolutely. You know, um, and of course that's kind of what Satan wants. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if he wants anything, he wants us to be diverted, distracted. Yep. You know, um, not grounded in uh, what God is speaking to us clearly right. in His Word. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I think that's a good conversation for today, Kevin. I think we probably did a good, uh, a, a thorough amount of uh, discussing uh, uh, the obedience to God's word and signs mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So 
Uh, to those of you listening, we thank you as always for uh, listening and we encourage you to pay attention. Pay attention to God's uh, present activity, but also keep front and center what he's already done for you uh, on the cross uh, and through his empty tomb. You're alive uh, because he's given you that life now and forever. So uh, take what you've heard today and go put it into conversation. Uh, have a blessed day. You too, Kevin. Yep.